things. I've been wanting to talk about this while we're still high. You know, GameStop has just seen you know, their share price in play. And this one might have a Twitter like going crazy. The Robinhood I got to shut down, or at least the trading uh, and that's not gonna shut down. Right now. Mm-hmm. So have you been keeping up with it? Man, I just been seeing what they've been talking about, but you know, it's, it's just shocking to think about GameStop coming back in a way where you know, back in Huntsville, you guys, you got them shutting down. So yeah. I'm trying to figure out what is the influx? Yeah. Is it because of the pandemic? You know, a lot of people are at home and they, you know, are buying up these things or what? I don't know what it is. So um, I know it's a, a couple of factors, but one factor I've been hearing from the share price might have inflated so much was the PS5 um, sales have been helping them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I know there was another key reason, but I, I'm gonna give out more misinformation. But basically what's happening too is like, so the share price inflated. And so when the share price inflated, the immediate reaction for most people that like know what's going on is that that's gonna drop eventually. Mm-hmm. It's gonna drop, like it's, uh, GameStop hasn't been doing well. So the overall view of the company is kind of like blockbuster. Um, like 10 years ago now, mm-hmm. is that, that this company, unless they do some like major innovation, they're probably going to fall off. Yep. So like, honestly, they, uh, what this uh, major, uh, basically like kind of venture capital fund did was basically they were going to short sell um, on the stock. And what that means is You are now listening to the All In Audio Experience. It was a hitch in your voice. Was it? I'm just picking it. Booyaka. All right. Let me step back. Presented by Undefined Complex. Just for y'all, man. Feeling great, man. Feeling great. Um, we out in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Um, just out here trying to have a little vacation during this crazy time. You know, you can't get out of the country. So, you know, you just got to make it do what it do. So, as you can see, we kind of got a little cabin vibe here. So, uh, yeah, man. Go ahead and give them a little rundown. What we been doing? So, like, we're on the last day now, so we're about to uh, pack it up now. Say bye to everybody. But it's been a great little trip, man. We got down here on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Everybody got settled in. We did a little of everything. We went on the sky lifts. We went on uh, the bumper cars. We played laser tag. We drank a lot. Drank a lot. We sip last night. Got a little lit playing taboo. Um, we was cooking, cooking. You know, we, we did our thing. So, what was one of your favorite things? Uh, I must say, going to the moonshine spot. You know, we got a little meal in. Then we took some half shot samples. The waitress 
did me dirty by not giving us the info that we needed, but it's all good, you know. Ended up getting, man, she she didn't tell us, bro. Like, if you eat at the restaurant, you can go to the other side, the little souvenir shop, and get you 10 samples. They have shots, so that's five shots yeah. of the different moonshines, and then they got whiskey and something else. So, you know, I was just kind of hurt, but it was all good. We was bent by the end of the night. So the end goal was, was uh, accomplished, so we're going to leave it at that. She, she got you a little bit. She taxed you a little bit. Taxed you know. me too so, much. Yeah, man, it's been a great trip. Like, it's actually snowing now. This was the first day it was snowing. Mm-hmm. Snowing, so we probably get some snow. I was hoping to go snowboard for the first time, but you know, we're going to do that next time. Yeah. Um, man, it's just been a great trip. I feel like we connected with a lot of great people. That's new, uh, some new faces, and, you know. Just chopped it up for real. We was barbecuing last night mm-hmm. uh, at the Bougie Brunch where we all got dressed up and actually we cooked brunch beforehand. That was great. Like, I really can't complain. Like, all in all, 10 out of 10. Uh, shout out to Noni and Stacy for uh, planning the trip. They uh, worked really hard to get us down here. I hope you as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, I think y'all should just consider uh, getting one of these cabins because it really, the price was not that bad at all. Not really. And um, you're going to be, you're going to come up here. It's like you come up and you come through and it's like there's real cabins that, you know, they look like real cabins. This one, per se, it doesn't look necessarily like a cabin on the outside, but on the inside, man, as you can see, you know, you'll get a little tour and it has everything that you need. Three levels, what, six rooms, five bathrooms. It's got the game room, man. It's got everything you need. So, get a little bit more info because uh, we definitely gonna put a video out, give y'all a little virtual tour, whatever. But like he said, six rooms, uh, five bathrooms. I think it was like eleven beds. Mm-hmm. So like half the beds are like bunk beds, and then the other half are like king size beds. Even yeah. the bunk beds are queens, so like y'all have plenty of space. Um, had a game room, but like the old school, like Pac Man, Gallagher, Dig. Miss Pac-Man, all those games was on there. Donkey Kong, all of that. Stuff that you ain't even heard about, bro. It's 10 pages. It was probably 60 different arcade games. I probably knew. Uh, maybe four? Maybe four. Dang. So, yeah, it was pretty dope. And they had the air hockey that didn't work. That's another story. <laughs> well, actually, it did work. They just didn't have the other, you know. Yeah, they didn't have the other clubs. We played bloody knuckles with it. Yeah, get you an oven mitt, whatever. Oh, I also got apple butter this week, you know, sponsored by uh, Apple Farm. Y'all go check out my boys over here. Sponsored by Apple Farm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, man, you know, there's like an outlet mall. Um, We went to a Nike clearance store. Shoot. So, man, Gatlinburg got some things that you got to check out. You know, you can get some discounts and just a lot of different options out here. Um, it's not what I remember as a kid. It's like, damn. And this not even, and this is during the pandemic, so I feel like it really would be live. Yeah, because I, I really, like, I kind of expected Yellow to fall off a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. it just kind of seemed old last time I was here. So, honestly, they're doing really well. Like, for a pandemic, it was pretty busy. Like, stuff looks like they're, like, keeping it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? It still looks like Gatlinburg. They don't look like a metro winner. But, you know, yeah. it's still, like, it's clean. Everything's still fairly up to date. So Gallenberg's still a nice little spot if people are still coming through. Mm-hmm. So, what about so this the Skylift, right? 
And then we was walking across this bridge, man. It was a bridge made out of yeah, metal and it had a glass in the middle. It was just glass. So some plexiglass. So you look down and you just see yourself um, over, I don't know, thousands of feet in the air. It was rocky in a mug, but we went halfway. Sadly, the other side didn't really have anything um, amazing to really look for. So we was like, all right, let's, let's turn back around. Like, to give you a mental image, like, think of like that scene of Shrek where he's knocking on the bridge, uh, swaying. Perfect. That's what it was like. Because, like, at first, like, it looks super, like, stable. Like, you'll look at it and be like, okay, I don't think it's going to break it. But, like, you get up there and realize, like, it's actually, like, swaying. That's kind of the kicker. Yeah. And then it's the closer you get to the middle, that's when it gets worse. Yeah, it gets worse. Yeah. So, what was your favorite thing about the trip? Like, what was your favorite event, moment, you know, whatever? Hmm. Man, I would say as far as house events, I would say last night we did sip and paint and, you know, it was very therapeutic. You know, I was I was at the table the longest. Um, my boo was like, I'm going to bed. So <laughs> I that's the one of the my favorite things that we did here. And then I would say, outside of that, I would say us going to Junction 35. That's where we tried those 10 samples. And um, shoot, yeah, man, the outlet mall shopping, you know, that was cool, you know? Yeah, it was young. It was like, okay, last night. I didn't see the paint. I was tired. So I was taking a little break. You know, we got, we finished the night off, but like, we was just down there all kicking it, you know, some of us. Yeah, man, the man was on the grill heavy, yeah, bro. Sir, he was on the yeah, grill. Let's talk about that for a second. Because Trey cooked the turkey burger, I cooked the chicken. Quan um, was in there with us. Uh, Oli came through a couple times, helped us. Gabe helped us get it set up. So we were all putting our hands in there. Mm-hmm. And man, it was our first time using a propane grill. So, first, because uh, getting the first, we tried um, getting the charcoal grill set up, at least I did, so I had to clean it off, you know, it was like an outdoor one, so I had to clean it off, get the gunk out, put the aluminum foil up there, it was just doing a lot, scraping it off, and then it started raining, so mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I ain't fucking with this, it's raining, so I go to the propane grill, and I'm like, I don't really want to mess with it, because it's my first time <clears throat> using a propane grill, and so I'm like, I'm turning the gas, and then pressing the ignite and ain't nothing coming out. But I smell gas coming out. So if you haven't been gas wheel, you smell the gas coming out, but it's not turning it on, you kind of sweating a little bit because you're like, hey, don't go up. <laughs> so that didn't work. And then turn that off. And then I realized that that one had already been open the whole time. So like the last person that used the propane tank didn't close it after. So then I'm like, is that a bad thing? Like yeah, it has gas just been coming out this whole time? So like, I closed that one, take it off, and put it over there because I think it's about empty anyway. Mm-hmm. And we finally get Gabe over here to show me that you got to put like a little um, lighter in there. And 
started with yeah. like so i did that and it's scary still because like you putting it in there you just put the lighter under the grill then light it and it's it's just gonna spark it's like a bunsen burner bro yeah. in the lab if y'all remember that you know it's crazy yeah so i really wasn't i really don't mess with propane grills but in the end it worked out and you know i might do it again but <laughs> i will say this i like how the um propane um grill keeps like the moisture kind of in the meat when you uh, close it up like it keeps like the steam in there a charcoal grill i feel like the biggest thing with the charcoal grill is you um you got to make sure you don't um, let the meat get too dry because mm. charcoal get, the grill gets super hot and it lets the heat out super quickly so i think that's some of the differences if y'all really want to grill them like that okay yeah so you got to have you a spray bottle or something ready to continue to make that that chicken or whatever it is tender yeah. while you grilling it and getting it cooked all the way through. So yeah, man. Yeah, that man was out here like man. That was a great meal. Um, I was definitely stuffed. Stuffed. Leftovers, bro. My man's had the leftover plate ready. I was like, oh yeah, you know. And the perks of being on the grill is you sampling stuff. You know, we out there getting the best piece of chicken. The best. <laughs> The turkey burgers, some of them that was falling apart, we getting the pieces of that. Hey, we, we, we definitely did. Um, so yeah, man, what else has been going on, bro? What else? So, you know, we just finished the season, so like that's why I'm super glad. Um, like we were gonna get this one to end. This is only the bonus episode. We just finished the season and just kind of wrapping up last year and like the beginning of 2021 just feels great. It feels like everything came together for this trip. Like everybody was able to get their COVID tests. Mm -hmm. Everybody was able to get their stuff out of the way. Like even if you had a little bit of work, like you got it through when we was all in here having a good time. So yeah, just wrapping up the season, like uh, um, was a blessing. We're about to get things in gear for the next season. Uh, you know, we in grad school, so you know, about to get back to that work. Got to sure. get back into my bag for sure. For sure. So, um, yeah. uh, I guess uh, just looking at what's going around right now, uh, have you been checking out? Uh, oh, you know, talking about what Matt Stafford that trade? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to that first. Let's go to that first. So Matthew Stafford got traded from. He got traded to, to the Rams. Okay. Jared Goff this. got sent to the Lions, and I think some picks. That's actually a blessing. So yeah. um, I actually really like that because I'm gonna say this right now. I'm very advocate for the Jerry Goffin's trash. You know? <laughs> so if there's like a, a section of the club for those people, I'm in it because he's not it to me. But how do you feel about it? He's not elite, and I feel like Matt Stafford. He's past maybe his prime, but like that man's still slinging it, and he's, he's been slinging it. it for a long time. So to be on a team that's you know, got some weapons once again. Once Megatron left, you know, it was a wrap for him. You know, he was just kind of just there making his money, and that was it. So this is a good opportunity for him to hopefully be with a team that's got the defense, got the weapons on offense, and then, you know, maybe he can level that team up because Jared Goff is not, you know, elite. Facts. Jared Goff, and like, when I say Jared Goff is trash, like, I'm not saying, like, he's – He's not like Jacoby Brissett trash, don't get me wrong. He's just trash for like. <laughs> Why do you got to come for the black quarterback? Say Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I'm, I'm well, all like for my black quarterbacks, but if you trash, you trash. <laughs> so, 
And Jimmy Garoppolo is not even double percent trash. That's why I mean, he's, yeah. he's like Jared Goff's trash. And this is like he gets far more credit than he deserves. So for me, he's trash. Yeah. And like Jacoby Brissett's trash, but nobody's ever been like Jacoby Brissett deserves to be in the MVP conversation. Mm. He was trying to do that with Jared Goff. And uh, like, you know, my boy, nah, not it. You right. So I think uh, Jared Goff is gonna go to Detroit and probably fall off, but. Not my concern. I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna be the I think my biggest thing about him is he's a winner in a losing situation. So like he has a lot of game, like gaming drives, comeback drives. I always like that about him. Mm-hmm. And like, cause y'all don't know if you remember that game where he uh, hurt his arm and he was like, let me back on the field. So he he's got some winner, uh, like winning like driving him, and then. I think the biggest kicker for him to succeed with the Rams will be health. I think because he's like kind of like Tony Romo, he'll sling that thing, but like it's like he always misses like two or three games, or like mm. you know, he's had a couple seasons where he missed some big time. So I think if he can like keep his like, because I think it was like a back pain one time, which is always scary because that can be chronic. So mm. I think he stays healthy. Sean McVay is a great coach. I think they have the defensive players that would be good for like the next five to ten years. And they always keep a running game, and they got two underrated receivers in Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. So like he's in a good situation. I think health has been his biggest thing because I really think the Rams were a good team this year. I think Jerry Rogers was that good. Yeah, you know that's what it like really is the difference between the elite teams and you know the good teams. You know the playoff teams, and I hate to say it, you know you got situations like of course Lamar doesn't have all the weapons, but. He's not elite yet. You know, he's dynamic. He's not elite yet. Throwing the football dominant. Jared Goff, not elite. And at the end of the day, two of the best guys made it. What was the the NFC? You know, you got, um, well, AFC. You had Mahomes and Josh Allen. Then on the other side, you had Rodgers and who was the other quick? And Brady. Brady. So, Russell Wilson. So, and yeah. my thing is, because like I really like Lamar, and the thing that separates a guy like Lamar for sure from Garoppolo and Jared Goff is like I've seen Garoppolo and Jared Goff for all time teams. So like mm-hmm. that 49ers mm-hmm. team defense was stacked. Stacked. They had run Kyle game Shanahan, stupid. Run game stupid. Kyle Shanahan, a quarterback, called, uh, had, uh, head coach calling the plays, like putting him in the perfect situation. Uh-huh. You know, they put weapons around him. Like you know, they had like three running backs that was taking that ball. Jared Goff, defense was stacked. He had Todd Gurley in his promo. You know what I'm saying? He had all the receivers. So it's like Lamar's had a good defense on him, you know, but he's never had the receivers to go with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's never had um, the running kid back. tight end. Well, Andrews is he's oh. he's the best. He is the best receiver on that team. And he, he is the year that um, Lamar went off. Yeah, that man was. I would say. Yeah, top three. But that's like, you know what I, that's what I'm like. He had one weapon. Like, he's had one legit weapon. Like, Mark yeah. Ingram was good, not yeah. great. Like, yeah. he's older. That's what I'm like. I'm going to judge Lamar a little bit harder once they get him a little bit more weapons. Yeah. He's got a good system. He's got a good coach. Like, I'm not saying he don't got a good situation, but he just needs more weapons before I start judging him like golf. Yeah, yeah. I think he is. He's a lot better. But, you know, like I said, he does have some improving to do in the passing game. And like you said, you need weapons if you're a quarterback. Like, there's no 
he's like in a Michael Vick situation, you know, growing up watching Vick, this is, you know, reminds me of that. You got to carry the team because, you know, sometimes you don't got the weapons that you need. For sure. So, uh, so what was you about to say? Uh, I'm going to come back to that. But, all right, so I've been trashing picking uh, for playoff picks, so I'm done with it. But <laughs> you did pick the Bucks to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know how I feel about Tom Brady. I'm a hater. He's a go all that other shit, but it's okay. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Uh, I'm going to go with the underdog. Who's underdog? I can't even tell anymore. The Bucks. The Bucks. Okay, okay. Why are you going with the Bucks still? You doubling down? Yeah, I'm, I'm doubling down because I just feel like their defense has the ability to pressure Mahomes. If anybody's going to get to that man, I feel like they have the potential to do it. Um so if they can do that and Tom Brady plays a great first half and couples that with a second half like he didn't in the last game, yeah. you know, they should win the game. And that's yes. what I feel about it. Who do I want to win? I want Mahomes to win. That's what yes. I want to win. You know, that's what Tom Brady said today. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, okay, so you think him. The Bucks, you know, it feels weird because it's like it feels like there's no right answer. It's not one of them things of like either ones or it feels like picking against Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes feels wrong. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> either way, it feels like I feel like okay, either one of these is like a prime option. My thing is, I agree with you. You saying they can get to uh, Patrick Mahomes, and if they can. I feel like I'm going to put an asterisk on it. I feel like they need to be able to get to Patrick Mahomes without flinching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you got to be able to get to him without loading the box up because I feel like if they try to get to him just off of, like, overwhelming him, he's going to destroy the ass of the deep, with the deep ball. And that's what he be – you know what I'm saying? So yeah. if they can get to him with they out of their base set, I think this gonna be it's gonna be a long game. Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. So I feel like yeah, they got everything. They they have the guys. They got the talent. Um, every now and then, blitz one, you know. But yeah, you know, I feel like they D line is good enough to they, do it. Man. It really is, bro. Because I want to say this, like that's why I was kind of annoyed. I was like, Tom Brady really did it again. Mm-hmm. This man found a way to like go to the most underrated roster in the league. Bro, and that's why when everybody was like, I was like, come on, y'all want to do it again, bro. Tom Brady just did it again, but he went to a stacked team in the like most low-key sense. Like, cause with the Patriots, it was always like, oh, Tom Brady is a coach, bro. But do y'all understand how great Belichick is with like the way he structures his team, the culture he sets around his team, the players he gets, because he always gets guys that are like if you really like keep up with them, they really nice, but they're not the biggest names. Mm-hmm. They're the underdogs, you know, the guys so, that unsung heroes around there. So then Brady does it again. He goes to the Bucks, and they got Devin White, they got uh the Dominican Sue, like you forget about Jason Pierre Paul. Like these are all dudes that can get 10 sacks in the season. What is the other guy? Um, Shaquille Barrett or Shaquille something? Shaquille Barrett. I think, yeah, he led in the sacks this year. Like, he's super underrated. They got Carlton Davis on Oliver. They got Antonio Whitfield. Um, he was the best safety in the draft. He's had a great season. So, it's like, they got, honestly, like, roster-wise, they got the best defense in the league. Like, if you want to compare stats, I know they're top five. 
their team is like super underrated. But I feel like it was more so because of what happened last year with Jameis Winston. You know, if he cut off those mistakes, his team is arguably definitely a playoff team. You know what I'm saying? They won seven games. So I feel like it came with that, like him coming into that situation and the team not looking as good because of, you know, coaching a little bit and then also the mistakes of the quarterback. So they no, didn't James look that good. Like, I get it. Like, and that's he's what they right. kept saying. But I'm like, it's James Winston. Jason, James Winston gave me some taste of hell out for the job. Man. So, I mean, it, I feel it. But, like, they went 97 with James Winston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, I get it. But, you know, it's time ready. Yeah, man. It's, it is what it is, man. He'll take your team from right, here so to here. You locking you in with the Bucks? Yep, Bucks. Right, I'm not voting because I just don't want to be wrong. With I'm so, dead, okay. bro. He said he's scared to be wrong. Uh, I mean, all right. If you ask me honestly, off the off the fifty fifty, like uh, not even fifty fifty. I'm honestly, I think I'm not confident. I was about to say Chiefs. I want to say Chiefs, but I don't know if it's just because I don't want them to win. I feel like you can't you can't choose wrong in this situation. And I feel like you know. If it's going to be a blowout, the Chiefs are going to do that. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. feel like they, you know, they just. Yeah, I was saying that. I do not see the Bucks blowing the Chiefs out. I feel I, like if the Bucks are going to win, I see them grinding it out and sticking around and taking it. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I don't see them blowing the Chiefs out. No, sir. I don't so, see that. So I'm it should be a good. Should be. The big puncher. They got they got the puncher power in this one. The Bucks, I feel like they more the counter puncher, the, the the defensive boxer. Defensive yeah. boxer. Mm. Did you want to stick with um, sports, or did you want to transition? Because I'm gonna bring the GameStop in a second. Ah, uh, we can transition. Move. All right, sounds good. All right, so my next, I've been wanting to talk about this while we're still high. You know, GameStop has just seen you know, this share price inflate, and it's been like having Twitter like going crazy. Robin Hood had got to shut down, or at least the trading uh, and that's not gonna shut down right now. So have you been keeping up with it? Man, I just been seeing what they've been talking about, but you know, it's, it's just shocking to think about GameStop coming back in a way where you know, back in Huntsville, you guys you got them shutting down. So yeah. I'm trying to figure out what is the influx? Yeah. Is it because of the pandemic? You know, a lot of People are at home and they, you know, are buying up these things or what? I don't know what it is. So um, I know there's a, a couple of factors, but one factor I've been hearing for a this, the share price might have inflated so much was the PS5 um, sales have been helping them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I know there was another key reason, but I'm going to give out misinformation. But basically, what's happening too is like, so the share price inflated. And so when the share price inflated, the immediate reaction from most people that like know what's going on is that that's going to drop eventually. Mm-hmm. It's going to drop. Like it's, uh, the GameStop hasn't been doing well. So the overall view of the company is kind of like Blockbuster um, like 10 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Is that, that this company, unless they do some like major innovation, they're probably going to fall off. Yep. So like honestly, they uh, what this uh, major uh, Basically, like kind of venture capital fund did was basically they were going to short sell 
um, on the stock. And what that means is that they're gonna um, uh, borrow uh, money from a broker, um, and they call it on margin, borrow money and then buy that stock at that price. Mm-hmm. So it's like immediately getting the money, getting a loan from your uh, stock broker and immediately buying stock at that price, like instantly. And so then once that stock drops, you collect, you buy it back at the difference. Mm-hmm. So I'm buying it or I'm buying the stock at 50, stock at 50, selling it, and then I'm buying it back once the stock drops at, uh, like drops to 25. Uh-huh. So like I get a difference of 25. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what happened. People hate that because it's like it's kind of like bleeding out, like the like the company. Like you're just basically you're kind of people see it as like a big move. Yeah. So like Reddit users got up there and like, oh, this is what like the major guys are doing. They like kind of saw this fighting back against like the stock leads, the Wall Street guys. So they basically <laughs> I do see it as crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like they basically. It was like, nah, we ain't going for it. It was like, everybody buy a bunch of games. Like, and so they shot the price all the way up. So like, these funds are like hurting because they bought like a bunch. Like, they bought a bunch. And like, it's also like insider trading, mm. basically, because it's like, y'all bought this shit up like at mass quantity because like, y'all can. And it's like, y'all always like kind of shitting on the little guy. Yeah. So. I mean, they uh, that fund shut down because they did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's over with for it. You know, it's it's hard to get into the game. And I was talking to somebody, and it's like, you know, when you're dealing with the stocks, you know, stocks are really for like if you're trying to flip it, it's for those that's like really got a lot of money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you can turn a million into five million that quick. Is, and- or a hundred thousand, whatever you gotta have, yeah, like that. And you gotta have bread to fall back on. Because I'm like, at the end of the day, like you can call it whatever it is, but it's gambling. Like you're really just gambling, mm-hmm. and it's just a another level to it. So uh, I feel like what kind of really like messed a lot of people up too is like Robin Hood shutting down the training for that because it really helped out the people that um, was like losing money based off of the stock price. It was like, come on, Robin Hood. Like, you was an app that was built for the little guy. Like, Robin Hood was a, um, a fee, uh, no, like, no fee based, like, uh, like stock app. Like, you didn't mm-hmm. have to pay any fees when you were trading on Robin Hood. And that, that was the first, one of the first um, brokers like that ever did that. And, like, a lot of other brokers are doing it now. And it was like, Robin Hood started out for, like, the little guy, us with, like, long amounts of money. And it's like now you're catering to like the big guys. So I mean, I feel like they're kind of getting their um like they're about to get in trouble with the SEC like investigating, but it's kind of like dang Robin Hood, you kind of cut yourself off from like your your niche. Yeah, like you know, your crowd of people, your audience, that's what it's all about, bro. You attract certain people to your product and now you're losing that because yeah. you trying to get in. So I really wouldn't be surprised if we see Robin Hood like maybe take a big hit from this. I know, I don't, I don't get like the item. Like, I, I know it's probably money based. Like, they probably were like, hey, like they made a power move. It was like, hey, shut it, shut it down. But that's not crazy. Either. Crazy, bro. Part of the planning when we start like scheduling out, like who's gonna be up there, we're gonna be back to the office and stay patient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. And like, shoot, yeah, we definitely we was trying to get 
first quarter, you know, I know a couple times I mentioned it, you know, we're going to get you in the first quarter. It might be um, second quarter, you know what I'm saying. We're going to get it in, though, organize everything, try to get some heavy hitters on here and uh, continue to crank out the content, continue to crank out the um, journey that everybody's going through. Um, so maybe you can learn something. And maybe you can take some, add it to your reservoir, whatever it is, man. Just um, continue to support, and we're gonna continue to support y'all along the way, man. That's it. You can learn something, you can earn something. Hey, I like that quote. We'll see y'all next time.